Hello and welcome to the inner apocalypse. Apocalypse in ancient Greek means a disclosure or revelation of great knowledge. In a churning world, two sisters with extremely different opinions and very similar values unite to discuss wildness, fear, and transformation, finding love as a grounding force in a tumultuous time. Humanity stands at a great precipice of awakening, and we believe the journey is inward to become the change. We talk about astrology, nature, and this wild ride on earth, bringing the both and to life. We unite where the sun and the moon collide. Welcome. So this episode is a little different. This is episode three. Thank you for joining us. And the way that the podcast started was a few months ago, uh, actually before the summer, Tamara had come to visit me and I kind of just threw us into it. And so you'll hear a little bit of the tumultuous way in which it started. This episode is also a little bit more about who we are. We introduce each other, which is really heartwarming and shows a lot more of our personality. So I hope that you enjoy this episode and get to know us a little bit better. And as always, if you have any questions, uh, hit us up, wildskysisters at gmail.com. We'd love to hear uh, topic ideas as well. Record, and we're just going to go at it for a second. What is the most challenging thing working with your sister in a business? I did not consent to this at all. It's <laughs> <laughs> right we there. Don't have, we don't ever have to use this. <laughs> I'm so mad at you, but I'm so thankful you just did that. <laughs> start with a quick reading. This poem is called Slow Motion Prayer, and it's by Emily Eddar. Get real quiet and listen in. Keep going. You'll notice before long some small tendril of desire wrapped around the minerals that make you. Feel it pull up through your core like a river of blue opal. Laced through boulder stone, let the breath lift and dance you as bending grass dances with with fragrant wind. We know that longing can hurt, but realize it matters. Your longing is slow motion prayer. Remember that the world too is longing for you to get out of your own holy way. So rise yourself up, hands open and heart first. We live on the wild edge of death and birth. It's up to us to begin again. Your belonging matters more than ever. Every small dream of a thriving world in one note is in the new song, one thread in the new story, one cell in this earth body pulsing towards vitality. Did I introduce you and you introduce me? 
okay. <laughs> and then we can talk about how this Wild Sky Sister started. I have to close my eyes for this. <laughs> so Ange is the older sister. She's three and a half years older, just so everyone knows. <laughs> and she... If we're just going through the basics, she lives in Saskatchewan on a beautiful farm with gorgeous, gorgeous orchards of trees. And her husband is a wonderful steward of the land there. They have three children, 10 and under. Kason's not 11 yet. Uh, 10 and under. And Ange is a healer of the highest level she literally can hold a space her jupiter's in scorpio so we're going to just lay that there um but she can hold a space that is of farther depth than many 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 people i as a double libra have encountered and that's a lot of people she she's able to I, I always use the term kind of excavate with her is that it's like, she's able to go into realms that are not for the scene and they're not for everybody. And she's been spending the last year discerning what is hers and what is others and what is hers, what is hers to know. And she has the fiercest level of boundaries around that now. She's kind of created this system and structure that you can feel safe with because she is not going to be some kind of like psychic healer that is coming to you and bringing information that is not for her to be accessing. She is creating this like beautiful container for that ability to deep, reach deeply into the depth. And she has stepped into this year, the seat of the teacher, one that she has occupied on and off over the last, you know, adult life of hers, but really stepping into the seat of the, the teacher and making every teaching space that she's in this inclusive environment where everyone is welcome. Everyone is welcome at our table. Everyone come as you are, you belong here. And yet it is in both of ours, um, you know, our, our history of moving so much and, you know, that we, we come from places of, we have experienced and lived experience of, of not belonging. And so I think that there's this essence of, of our inclusive open table where everyone is here. And what, what I know Ange wants, which I join her in is this, tool of astrology as that reminder of who you are and why you are coming to the table and how to get there all of that information lives in astrology but the the current with Ange is this deep desire to have everyone feel welcome and feel like they are here on purpose and that comes through in her readings and that comes through in the way that she teaches workshops and that comes through in um, every meeting that I have with her behind the scenes. Well, I wanted to go first. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. Tamara is Libra rising, Libra sun, Capricorn moon, 
this is very important because her Libraness is the core essence of her aesthetic, her teaching, her overwhelmingly beautiful, harmonic way that she brings people together and sees people. That is the thing that I've learned about Libra is that they really see and appreciate everyone for who they are and want the best for them, which isn't true of all signs. Not knocking anyone, <laughs> myself included. Tamara is a mom to the beautiful, shiny-haired Onyx. She is a teacher, a yoga teacher. She loves and teaches yoga nidra. She is one of my greatest teachers, my friend, my sister. There is this divine guidance that comes through every time she opens her mouth. And I often can feel this wanting to control things, but I know that she's already got it handled because of that Capricorn moon. <laughs> she is a lover of all things humanity. If you want to do any type of thing regarding charity or helping others, Tamara can help guide your way. I can't even name all of the boards and charities that she has been a part of. But at the core essence of who Tamara is, is she is divine love and spreads it to everyone that she meets. <laughs> what? 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 Holy moly, something went direct in us today um i mean that's yeah okay let's tell the story of wild sky sisters you can start this one okay wild sky sisters was born september 23rd 1985 <laughs> Wild Sky Sisters was born September 23rd, 1985, with a curly little blonde-haired girl jumping on the bed, so excited that she was going to become a sister. We have lived a life unlike many people, moving every couple of years, and developing a belonging to a friendship and a sisterhood that brings unconditional love to everyone. Wild Sky Sisters was an idea that had seeds planted probably, I would say, over the last five years of us really looking at and loving astrology learning from Chani Nichols. Uh, there's been many other teachers along the way, but she was the first. And in 2020, when COVID hit, 
we were both talking about wanting to do it, re readings for money. And, you know, it wasn't about the money, but it was probably formulated from trying to figure out what are we going to do in COVID? This is something that we love. And when we first started talking about it, it was never, ever going to be the two of us together. It was that we both love to do this. And, you know, how can we spread the love of the sky? How can we spread the love of astrology so that others can get this like we get this or talk about this like we talk about this? And I had a reading with Eugenia Crock of Accessible Astrology in the summer of 2020. And she said to me, I mean, like, you can run, but you can't hide from astrology. Your 10th house is Aquarius. And you have Jupiter and Scorpio. Like, you're able to get to the depths and see stuff that's different than anyone. Like, why wouldn't you be doing astrology? And in that exact moment, I was like, why the heck have I never thought about doing this with my sister? And... So then we started talking about it and I can still remember sitting on my lawn tractor, mowing the lawn, getting a voice note from Tamara. We're going to do this. And she said, wild sky sisters. And I was like, mm, I don't love it, but it was because it wasn't my idea. <laughs> and it took a moment of discernment. It took a moment. And then I made an Instagram page right away and it lines up with, the fact that I had been loving the sky all summer, being home and being able to appreciate walking out under, learning the stars in a different way and the planets and all of these pictures I had been taking the whole year, Wild Sky Sisters was the perfect name. That's what I got. I love, love, love that. I did not expect that first part. I actually spit my drink back into a mason jar, which I drink it from. Um, and yet that is so true. I mean, we have a big piece of our history is that we moved six times before I was 10 years old. So it wasn't even just every couple of years. It was sometimes every year. And the only constant that I had in that time was, was truly, I mean, was mom and dad and also Ange. And I don't know if we would have been able to deal with all of the rocky, you know, even I would go as far as saying trauma that it in it in in parts on people on young, young little people when they're moving, especially school age children is when it started to get really hard um, so much if you didn't have a partner to float that that level of resilience with you to always be there and it's like okay for me it's like I don't consider one place my home but where my sister and my parents are you know that is they're they're my home people are my home not not necessarily a place and and I think when COVID hit it was that same level of rocky turbulence like what is going on in the world and what is happening and yet I've I felt crystal clear grounded, to be honest, for the entirety of the last year and a half 
because of this tool of astrology. And I've had a very turbulent last five years. And in that time, astrology is what has guided me to know, to remember. It's never been about predicting you will feel this on a certain day. It's always been about you are this. Step into it. Step into that power that you are. I've never felt as seen as I felt until people look at my chart and they say, this is, you're allowed. You're allowed to step into this. And I started going through a period of time last year being like, I'm already reading everybody's charts for free and I'm tired of doing things for free. <laughs> and it's time to do this. And so I had formulated a post a long time ago about how I was going to do this. And then I had, I had this nagging feeling like something's not ready. Something's not right. Man, for a Libra rising to hold back <laughs> takes a lot, takes a lot. And I started talking to Ange about that and she, she was ready to step into it too. She's like, you know, me too. And so we together, and I realized in that time period too, like I was tired of doing things alone and that together was the way, the way is together. So we respectively in our own provinces, her in Saskatchewan, me in BC, we just simply spent two months. I, I believe it to be about two months staring at the sky and having really intensive relationships with nature, with the cosmos, and asking for it to come through us. And what came through for me was one night, I, I, I was building a tiny off-grid cabin, and I was sitting in my little chair outside of the, the trailer that I was living in at the time, and looking up at the sky, and I had a moment one night where it was either a comet or I don't know, maybe something freaky or weirder than that. And it was like this stroke, like this, this, wow, I was going to say stroke of insight. That's really interesting for my life right now. Okay. It was this moment of insight. And it was like Wild Sky Sisters is the name. And I was doing a lot of pioneer uh ancestral relating to my grandmothers at the time because I mean building a tiny cabin having no idea what I was doing I was like I got to go back to to people who know and that that combination of my grandmothers being present with me so clearly and getting that name and having Ange to build the business with it like circulated into what we now know as wild sky sisters and nothing that Ange and I do is without counsel and our counsel is our past ancestors and future ancestors we respectively go to our past ancestors for insight and we are building this for our future ancestors so I think that the main point here is that we felt so strongly about this ancestral tie we both are moon in the fourth house there is something so deeply related in in that that we started this business on our maternal grandmother's birthday who has been gone for 17 
18 years. And our mother then started getting kind of interested in, in this and uh, very talented at needlepoint and started needlepointing, you know, coasters and bookmarks with Zodiac signs on them. And, and we launched her, her partnership in this on our maternal grandfather's birthday, who has been gone for a year longer than our grandma. And we feel them with us in every reading that we do. We, we've even had like our auntie come to us for a reading and there is something so much bigger at play here. You know, astrology wasn't something we talked about with our grandparents. It's not like we, you know, this was part of our childhood even um, on, on a waking state, but subconsciously, unconsciously, <laughs> there's always been this essence of, of knowing. And sometimes you have to trust the knowing far deeper than you trust any book, any schooling, any any amount. There's a knowing in us that is so deep. And so um, Wild Sky Sisters comes from that innate knowing. We feel like every moment is guided. And that's something to return to, too. Because, man, we fight and we trigger each other. And we, and we have chaos and all the questions that any entrepreneurs have that that fear the imposter syndrome the anger the you know anxiety all of those emotions and feelings come up but we don't live there we live in utter clarity and guidance of our path and we visit those places <laughs> but the easiest and best thing is having your sister to bring you back bring you back to love to unconditional cosmic love. You know, we are surrounded by these forces that are so strong and we want everyone to feel that, that you are loved and you are held by unseen forces, no matter where you are, who you are. Goosebumps. There's this little bird, chickadee bird, sitting on a rock outside my window looking at me right now. <laughs> Grandma being like, love you. I just am feeling the flow of this and what you were just talking about. And I just want to know what the most challenging thing working with your sister is. A Libra that is lost for a loss of words. Oh my God, right now you are living out the challenge. <laughs> you, are, you are embodying what is challenging about it. Um, being very Aries. Aries. Being very Aries right now. Although that is my house of partnership, which is funny. Well, and I'm also like trying to collect myself here and say this in like the best way possible, right? But I feel like the challenging thing about working with not anyone sister it's not like what's the most challenging thing about working with like generally but working I think with our sisterhood is that there is this sense of that plutonian nature where like where I mean your Jupiter your expansion is right directly on my Pluto which is like my transformation my underworld it's like you bring forth these things in me that like no one else can even really necessarily reach and your Mars is on my ascendant and so it's like 
when you get all fiery and stuff like that, it, it actually, it does help me rise. But first I get fucking mad at you about it. Like first I, I start at the bottom of that and I'm like, oh my God, you just trigger me like no one else can. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. And then, and then I like pause and use all my tools, right? That we need. And it allows me to climb that ladder into like, Oof, taking that and growing from it and, and, and rising into my highest Libran nature, which is diplomacy and grace and harmony and all those things. And I'm here to learn those things. And I, you know, learn them through like that partnership in such a big way. And then I think that though, like the easiest thing is that like you have always been that landing point of, unconditional love and support for my life like you've always been my biggest fan mm -hmm. even in times when I thought that maybe you would be triggered about things I'm doing or like you know you wanted to go to Nepal and then all of a sudden I create like this life where I'm like going there for my work and all these things and different times when it's like it could have gone very different for our relationship and yet you've always been the one like to support that to share the message even about what I'm doing and stuff and it's like that always trumps any amount of anger or irritation or triggeredness that I feel that that love is the highest love. <laughs> that always trumps that. I yeah, I fully feel that. Like love always wins with us. It always does. It and it's really rare. It's rare, even though, even like yesterday, I was thinking about so much last week when I said something to you and you were like, I'm fine. It's fine. <laughs> and I just was like, oh my gosh, how much more inner child healing can you do than work with your sister? Because like we bring up all the inner child conflicts. I never thought of it that way. Like what more inner childness can you get to? Like I literally was brought back in that moment of like, I'm fine <laughs> to like being... 10 or five but the thing is I've always been like scared to like really push you mm. so I've been like I've always had a little bit of like a reverence for also that you're my elder in this life mm. and I've always been respectful of that that you are mm. yeah and I'm just it's so interesting because I feel like a lot of what I just did isn't like in my nature <laughs> and then yet it is and that maybe is my Jupiter and Scorpio like, let's get into it oh, right now, right? Sure. Like, Love and... that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I also can see, like, the growth that comes from it. And maybe you should formulate a question right now that puts me on the spot. What I, what you just said, though, I wish I would have started recording as you were talking about our reading and the fact that this literally has evolved from a place of our total and complete surrender to astrology like yes the seeds were already there for us to do something together and we both love astrology and we had both you know been talking about doing like learning to do readings for people and and whatever but then to have actual readings from astrologers who we love and respect and them to say like this is faded in the stars well know, and <laughs> I think too that we're using the very tools that we are are teaching from to learn from and to build our own business like they we're trying to offer and provide 
and not even trying, it's like flowing through us in that faded way to offer and provide the same tools that we have used to enter into this partnership in a new way. So it's like, so it's like, how can we not like, I don't know, all I want to know, I don't need to know if I go to a healer that they're healed. I need to know that they're doing the same healing work that they're offering me. I want lived experience. Mm -hmm. I don't need to go to a charity that is run by a rich person that's trying to help people who have impoverished conditions. I want to go to somebody who has lived experience in poverty and who is now working to do that. Or like Angie from Hope for the Nation or, or Hope Outreach, right? It's like she was on the street addicted to substances and now she's helping people rise out of that and that's who I want to get stuff from so it's like we are we're astrologers but that's our tool and we, we have lived experience of how this has pulled us out of things that maybe aren't serving and now we're rising into a business mm. doing the same for others yeah I feel like if I was to ask you a question I would bring it back to like, what is the highest teaching that you've learned through this process of starting this business since October? What would be the highest teaching that has come through this experience? <laughs> <laughs> Knowing and holding that you always have my back. Um, I think I, I know that as a lesson from our life and, but there's still always this undercurrent of myself that because I haven't loved myself always doesn't believe that anybody could love me fully like that unconditional love. Um, I think that it continues to teach me every single day that you have my best interests. in me as a person like my soul and yeah we can fight about things and there is that plutonian power struggle um but it's never ever because of it it is our ego mind i and i fully know that and just like you said like i learn and grow more through you and I've never looked at it in the aspect of healing that inner child but like even I have denounced myself and my soul so many times throughout my life you never have once Well, and I would say that's right back at you, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think that, I don't believe that people have to be in partnership with, um, like, I, I have the highest teachings and lessons of partnership and what it means to truly stand by someone's side through this without it looking like a societal way of um, being married or those kinds of things. It's like, but I already have those highest teachings of what it means to work through the hard things, to constantly trigger somebody, to create space for them to be their own. You know, you and I, I think what we've learned in the last 
six months to a year of this business is that we each have our own higher power and we're not responsible for each other in any way. And yet we, you know, and that's like a real big learning for anyone in relationship or partnership with anybody is that. And there's probably been times in our life that I have taken on that role for you and wanted to be that control. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have often thought, and I still to some degree think that you either were my mother in a past life or we, we had like a mother almost like to a different degree than mom and me at a certain point, we were more peers. And yet you were at a, at a time in my life still really helping to, because you felt responsible for me and you did a lot, I think in our childhood, right. You felt really responsible for, like, I always hung out with your friends and I, you were always making sure I was okay. And you would talk about beating people up for me if I needed and those kinds of things. But I think you've relaxed through this last year into allowance of my life to be what it is. And, but in doing that, you've empowered me to be able to grow into taking responsibility. And that makes really potent partnerships, I think, because if you're at any time trying to make up or do things for the other person or control or handle their situations, you disempower them. And so now we're coming as two whole individuals and we can like, okay, I'm just going through her process today. Tamara is going through her process today. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. There's just this current of unconditional love that everything is springing from. And that's why even if we have financial success or we don't, we have a level of success already to this business that it's, 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 it's here doing what it needs to do on a lineage ancestral basis. Yeah. And, and whatever needs to come from that will spring forth. Like I'm so sure of that. No, as you were talking and I'll just edit this part out too. Like I, you just gave us the biggest gift of all time. And I know, like I just got a huge wave of understanding that like this, that is the first podcast episode and it doesn't have to be anything special and it is exactly it was so special it was so special that was the most special thing that I don't know I like I had no plans for this no like it just was like just following the surrender oh and my Capricorn moon is like fuck yeah we're being productive with our (laughs) emotional experience this is perfect (laughs) That was perfect. There's nothing else to say. (laughs) Thank you for listening to our show. If you're here and feeling like so many others that there's no way out but through, we just want you to know that we love you. You are not alone. If you want to learn more about us, visit us online at wildskysisters.ca and please reach out with any comments or questions. We love you.